about live here I see us on mine says live okay good all right so let me get back to my screen so I could see what's going on so I want to welcome everybody um this is our welcome everybody I'm Dr. Sandy <laughs> Um, I am, we are live right now. We are trying to do these webinars once a week. Um, they might not be every Wednesday, so just stay tuned for the different times um, and days. Um, we have a special guest with us, um, Jessica Frazier. We featured her article that is on our page and we wanna welcome you to, thank you. and thank you so much for coming. Um, we have um, also the lovely Jessica over there. And we have our, one of our new admins, Chantel. Hey. So awesomeness down there. And um, wanted to um, wanted to uh, introduce everybody. So Jessica, will you please tell us a little bit, um, Jessica cites a little bit about yourself and then Chantel, and then I'll tell a little bit about myself for people that are just starting to watch us. And then we're gonna chime in to our friend Jessica and she can talk to us about what's been going on in her world and um, you know, how we can, you know, of course, support her and to be able to build, continue to build our community. We have a lot of people that are starting to want to share their stories with us, which is amazing because, you know, that's the first line. We have to get the awareness out there. We got to let everybody know that they're not alone. Um, it is, it's, it's extremely important. So I want to start off with um, Nurse Jessica Seitz and then we'll, we'll keep going. I feel so privileged that I get to go first. So excited. Hi everybody, um, I also want to thank everybody that's joining in, I'm super excited. Um, I've been really excited about today. Um, okay, a little bit about myself. My name is Jessica Seitz, I am a registered nurse. I've been working as a nurse for 20 years now in the same field, I'm a labor and delivery nurse. Um, I also run a couple of social media platforms. I've got um, a Facebook page and I hear some feedback on Sorry. there. <laughs> I'm trying to look for comments. I apologize. It's okay. Um, I've got a Facebook page and a YouTube page called Advice with Nurse Jessica Seitz. And most of it is very humorous, but I also um, have a lot of other topics um, in there as well. As I've kind of progressed with my uh, social media field, I've branched out on a lot of other topics like nurse bullying is something that I'm really... Um, I've been affected by recently in my past, and I've had a lot of people reach out to me recently about um, some bullying that they've had done to them. So this is something very near and dear to my heart. Um, with that said, that's, um, that's who I am. Thank Who's you. Also, I'm putting in the um, chat box if you have any questions or anything like that, if you can please put them in there, we'll address that. And since I don't know how to obviously juggle both sites could miss jessica please help me out with any comments on facebook otherwise i'm going to ruin the call 
Um, okay, so <laughs> Miss Chantel. Hey everybody. So I'm Chantel. I have been an ER nurse for almost 15 years. I have been in the environment for 20 plus. Um, and like many of you, I have certainly too many stories to tell about abuse, not just from patients or family members, but also bullying from other uh, nurses as well. Um, I got really passionate and interested in this site, reached out to Jessica and asked what I could do to help. That's my sister in the back. She's also been in the emergency <laughs> environment. She can tell you that we've seen nightmares lots of nightmares well she's more than welcome to join in on us i see that beautiful little girl next to you who's that, that? Is, this is my niece gracie hi gracie i love your name <laughs> so anyway i wanted to be part of something big i know this is going to grow fast i'm very honored and privileged to be a part of this and i'm here to to help Thank you very much for sharing. I am Dr. Sandy Rizaldi. Just received my doctorate November 3rd, the November, I mean, I'm sorry, August 3rd and August 2nd. We had the first rally for Nurses Against Violence going to the Capitol from Freedom Square. And that was the most amazing thing. I'm a registered nurse. I grew up in nursing since I was 16 years old. And I have, um, I've seen a lot of things all the way from being a nurse's aide assistant all up on all the way up. I have, you know, some education behind me, uh, no pun intended. And I <laughs> and I aim my doctoral project is what really gave birth to um, to Nurses Against Violence. I'm really doing really well with my puns tonight because um, Miss Jessica over here is a labor and delivery nurse, and I'm just <laughs> um, and so. But that's how Nurses Against Violence started because of the fact that you know I wanted to be able to reach out to nurses to give them any kind of support that I have. Um, and also to share with any of the, um, the, the um, research that I found to hopefully help other people to be able to implement something in their own workplace and to also educate nursing students because of the fact that they are, they are going into this nursing field and a lot of them, lot of them are dropping out because of the fact that nurses are eating them alive. Yeah. You know, the young ones, the old ones, aside, you know, everybody's eating each other alive. It's just pretty brutal out there. And um, I couldn't handle the thought of my nursing students going out there and being injured, being groped, being all of that without having an understanding of what they're getting themselves into. I find that extremely important and um, to be, I was never considered to be a mentor. And, and it, it, I, I find it now, you know, now that I have Nurses Against Violence that I have something to share and I just want to stop this bullying. Like I want to stop the bullying. I want to stop the, work, stop the workplace harassment. I'm done with it. I know everybody else is done with it. This is our time to start this change. And with Nurses Against Violence, that is our goal. And um, one of the things that I've been doing a lot um, since I started doing um, Nurses Against Violence is I, you know, go through the internet and I find stories that are very pertinent to what is happening. So people see, and they can come to our site and they can see everything that is happening, um, even globally. We have people from Australia that are watching us. We have people that are from Canada watching us. We also have Nigeria watching us. We have all, I mean, workplace violence, especially in healthcare is, is rampant. And we are the land of the free and we have nothing in place. And I have 
no idea why, but all I know is that something is going to start happening. We are going to make this change happen. So one of the articles that I, I recently um, I found that really was pretty heartbreaking. Um, our friend, our friend Jessica. So one of the articles that I recently I found that really was. We have some feedback. That's not me. Our friend, our friend Jessica. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it was. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Jessica. So I wanted to introduce my friend, Jessica. Um, we met, I, I reached out to her. I, I was like, I just, I felt it was so important. I just had this feeling that I, I just needed to get a hold of her. And, um, her story really got to me because it was the fact that we're, ha this is the, our whole conversation. And then seeing Vanderbilt again in the news, you know, even though it was a little bit older of an article, I'm like, wow. And then now is the starting of the trial for Redonda. And, you know, and when I talked to, and that started today. And when I talked to Jessica the other day, I was just like floored to begin with. So I would like with, with further, without further ado, I want to introduce you to the lovely Jessica Frazier and um, please introduce yourself. You're amazing. And thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you giving me this platform to speak. Um, it's something that I wanted to do, but just didn't know how to do it. Um, so I've, I'm, haven't been in the field as long as you guys. I've only been a nurse for five years. Um, I worked at a pediatrician's office for three years, decided that I wanted to go to the hospital. Always, psych always intrigued me. I loved kids and I thought, let's just jump into it. Vanderbilt's a great hospital, so I thought. Um, so I jump into this role as a children's psych nurse with very limited training because obviously they're short staffed. No one wants to work there. And um, the days looked like, you know, what, what I thought was supposed to be normal was getting spit on or spat on, cussed at, computers thrown at me, punched, pinched, whatever, peed on, I mean, you name it. And that was just our managers, the support team, everyone was like, that's just normal. This is just how it is. It's just how it is. And um, about a month in, I started having panic attacks um, in the parking lot on the way to work. And I'm like, this is not normal. <laughs> like, this is not normal. But everyone was telling me it was, I mean, my outside world was telling me it wasn't normal. But everyone in, at the hospital was like, oh, this is normal. It's fine. You know, just how the psych hospital is. Um, so the day before I was assaulted, I spoke with my manager and I was like, listen, like, I, I don't want to quit. I'm not a quitter, but I can't take this abuse anymore. Um, like what, what are we going to do? And she was like, let's get you to, I was working the three to 11 shift. And she was like, let's get you the day shift. There's more support. The doctors there, social workers, there's more people in general. Like, we don't want to lose you. So, um, I was like, okay, but like, it, I, something's got to change she was like I know like my hands are just tied like I know it's bad but there's just nothing I can do the, the higher-ups just won't hire anybody I'm like, okay so I the next day I'm um, left alone on the unit with three aggressive um, children I was a four-year-old an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old and the nine-year-old started um, hitting the four-year-old so I went into his room and I got on his level and I was like listen you know we're not going to hit our friends and he reared back and punched me in the head and um when he did that I was like oh, 
Like, what am I going to do? I have like no support. There's no one on this unit right now. Um, everyone has disappeared because they had taken the other kids down to dinner. And so I was like, just for my safety and the children, other children's safety, I'm going to take him. We had like, we called it like a padded prison cell, essentially, that we would put the kids in when they weren't safe. So I put him in there. And when I released him, like I had to like physically carry him in there. And when I released him, he grabbed my um, breakaway keys from my neck and started trying to like stab me. Oh, so I was like, um, and the, the way the room was set up, it had two locked doors. So it was like, and it's soundproof. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I was like, well, I'm just going to like do a PRT, restrain him like we're taught to do, settle him down because he was autistic and was just like wild. And so as I'm restraining him, I have his arms behind his back, I slide up, slide down a wall and he's sitting in my lap and he reared back and um, he had butted me three times and knocked me out. Um, and thankfully a nurse from another unit just happened to be walking down and I guess heard him. I, I mean, still to this day, I have no idea. I think it was by the grace of God, to be honest. Um, and so she called a code and we got help. But after that day, it was just, it was awful. Vanderbilt like treated me like I was crazy. They paid neuropsych doctor to do a neuropsych test on me to say that I lied and made the whole event up. Um, diagnosed me with conversion disorder, somatic disorder, said I was a narcissist. I mean, you name it, they called me everything. They told me I had anxiety and that that um, that I just, you know, I don't know. Because there's not cameras on the unit because I was alone, I guess that's why they said that and they didn't want to pay me anymore so since then I'm still living in chronic pain um, I have four torn ligaments in my neck from the impact of hitting a concrete wall from him headbutting me and um, that were undiagnosed for so long that it's just basically my my neck my spine is being held up by my muscles instead of my ligaments now so um, I have bulging discs you name it my neck is a mess but Sandal is isn't held accountable because because of that one doctor and what he said they don't have to they do work they don't have to take care of me so that's kind of where I'm at now and it's just like I knew what was happening wasn't okay but I just didn't know like what to do or what to say because everyone in that field was telling me it was normal so it's just like now being on the outside it's like it wasn't crazy this is not normal and this is a problem and the more I've spoken about it the more people have come like yeah like this happened to me and like you know hearing this and now being a part of this group it's just it's crazy and something has to change absolutely thank you yeah. thank you so much for sharing that I know that was I was worried that you know this would be some sort of a trigger for you but you're just well I trust me it like six months ago yes but I've been through counseling and it's I've, I'm healed not like mentally I'm just healed and I'm using this as a way to better and help prevent this from ha happening to other people and hopefully my story will just encourage others to stand up for themselves before stuff like this happens well, well, thank you very much. Um, Chantel, do you have, um, I, I see you're mute. Um, when you are working in the ER, um, you know, I know that you probably can't really talk about too much, but I mean, it's just, um, aww. <laughs> um, I know that, you know, it's just when we, um, 
Yeah, I remember when I was a tech in the ER. I wasn't a nurse and really in the ER. And I remember, um, I remember how it, you know it was fast paced and you know it was a little bit different in the ER because you did you do have a little bit more support in the ER than you do on the floor. And I've also been I've worked with kids in the psych unit. And sometimes when there's a code on another floor, the kids hear this and then they go and they do whatever. The reason why I'm, in, and I'm including you into this conversation, because you know how it is being in the ER. It's, it's yeah. crazy busy. Nobody has time to gossip. Nobody has time to do anything except for handle the patients. And when they come in, they get sedated and then they go to the floor after a while right. and they go to the floor. Then those nurses have no clue how to handle or manage these patients. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, like with Jessica's environment at Vanderbilt, this is part of our job is, you know, we're, we come to work expecting now, you know, over the course of 20 years, now it's, you're expected to be kicked, punched. I've had telephones thrown at my head. I've, you know, been spit on, cursed at, cur cursing is just a daily occurrence. It is a daily, yeah. Just, it happens every day of the week. You know, um, I've had metal trays thrown at me. I mean, it's we've I've known nurses that had their noses broken, wound up with black eyes, wound up with stitches. I mean, it's just it, I personally was sexually assaulted and was told by a police officer that he would take the report, but the likelihood of it getting to the DA and charges actually being filed were little to none due to his other pressing more important cases so and the hospital didn't do much to back you up either there's we don't have any kind of um debriefment or any we, we attend certain classes for crisis prevention intervention training you know that's if we're in a chokehold how to get out of a chokehold but that doesn't do you any good when you know you're getting in the middle of getting beat up mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so i mean jessica i just and, and those were kids mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i don't deal with a lot of angry kids i think in my entire career i've seen two children in restraints ever but mm -hmm. mostly what i deal with adults and then when we do press charges and every time i've been down to press charges it usually falls by the wayside mm -hmm. so and the hospital's just like Sorry. uh workers comp yep and then we all know what happens with workman's compensation there's no light duty no. you know i mean for god forbid there's light duty i mean you could you could if you're an experienced nurse you could sit there at the be charged i mean and then just help out if you can you know i mean right. there's many opportunities for light duty um but they just don't want to because they want to clear themselves, you know, and don't have any, don't want any liability. So, um, you know, again, whoever's that's, that is watching this, this isn't, I'm not, Nurses Against Violence is not penalizing and trying to make organizations look bad. So I want to make sure that people understand this. What the goal is, is to make sure that, um, that we can give support and do what we have to do on nurses end. And also if we can, you know, if, administration will help us <laughs> and be open to any kind of change that would be amazing but you know i mean it, it's we're not trying to ostracize organizations and we're not trying to bash anybody but there is a lot of systems that need to improve and there's laws when laws are passed 
hospital systems are going and even we have assisted living we have um and you know we have assisted living and what was the other one um skilled nursing those are real bad so we think hospitals are bad those facilities are really bad now it was brought to my attention i was talking to a reporter for literally two hours today guys wow she couldn't believe the stuff that i have i was um somebody a good friend referred me to the missouri nurses association and they handed my number to this lady wow she's the senior investigative reporter for fox news up there in kansas city and so if therefore that's why and she's like hey i need to get some people just local and then we'll do you know um you know united states wide and i told her i was like you know we've got all kinds of stuff that we have coming down the pipe and if you want to you know look at some i'm giving you permission to watch some of the videos and you know so if anyone's ever a little bit nervous about coming on you know don't don't worry about coming on we can even black you out and just have your voice on um i want to make sure that everybody feels safe and to be able to voice what's happening to them and we are able to do and keep that anonymous you know we are able to do that we won't even put your name out there we won't give anything unless you say it's okay um the um what she couldn't she was told she had a few stories and then and it was like when i was telling her all the systematic issues between the reporting because that was where it started for me um then the jaco came out with their findings and the end nurse abuse panel you know now they're reporting I, i got another magazine i think it's my last one with the ana um it they they're now up to 22,000 but uh, like in 2017 or 2018 when they did this report last year it was 14,000 now it's 22,000 that have done this survey that they have the end nurse abuse panel um uh survey that's how much i'm not good at math but how many extra people is that and how many nurses do you think that we have in the united states alone way right? more than that right so the fact of that there is um, that you have to spend so much money to be able to be a member of the American Nurse Association, they need, it, it would be wise if anybody is on the American Nurse Association, if they make a suggestion that they need to have this open for the entire United States and make it public. The more you make things more, you know, you're more, um, you know, advertise more on, um, streamlining you're going to get more people that are going to participate and you know and they have a bad reputation of not really supporting nurses so um from what i'm understanding from my conversation today that um they they hear they hear what's going on they see what's happening um but they might be held up by you know this isn't what was told to me but i mean this is what i'm saying i'm figuring that they're being held up by other sources for having all this because they I've had I have stuff back from like 19 uh, I'm sorry um 2014 15 somewhere around there that they were starting to talk about it they didn't start coming out with anything until 2018 when I was already working on it so um we are again we're being watched a lot of people a lot of different organizations are watching us as far as um nursing organizations I encourage everybody to join in with us um and we are willing to work on whatever we can to with, with there's rallies we have a rally um with nurses uh take dc coming up in um april 21st and 22nd and that is going to be awesome because that's going to be also the unity that we're trying to build with nurses against violence um, i'm going by the way huh i said i'm gonna be going me too I know. um I'm excited. I, if we can get more people that would be great 
um, again, there's enough, um, there's enough notice for April. And for those that are unable to go, which I'm hoping everybody will go, um, is to spread the word, you know, spread the word, tell everybody, you know, tell them about Nurses Against Violence. Um, tell them that, you know, we got a lot of great things coming up and, you know, and it's just going to only get better from here, guys. Um, I already got another guest speaker, um, pretty much scheduled for next week. So, and he's pretty, um, upset about what's happening with him. So it's not just with women, it's happening also with men. And it's not just verbal and physical abuse from patients, it's also lateral violence from mm -hmm. each other. And then we have the doxing thing, which I think it's, um, you know, absolutely insane. And I'll let Jessica talk a little bit more about that. And, um, and then talk more about that. <laughs> well, well, as far as the doxing thing, I mean, this is something that I really didn't know was was going on until um, a few months ago. You know, I think everybody's role in social media has gotten progressively more um, intertwined. I mean, I think obviously uh, people are more online, people are more involved in uh, social groups, whether it's on Facebook or whatever it's in. And um, unfortunately, you know, you feel like you go to these groups or these online platforms to as a nurse event um, to share your opinion on something, to just talk about a bad day that you've had um, because you feel like, you know, who can you better relate with than other nurses? And unfortunately, what has been happening lately from what um, people have reached out to me about is that um, there are this, there's a group of of individuals not I mean not a certain group but there's a small percentage of people that will for whatever reason they don't like your posts they don't like what you've said um, they don't agree that you mentioned you know um, I don't know a, a, something that a patient said or or whatever the reason may be they don't agree with it um, they have honed in and found a way to um, figure out where you work, um, whether it be that they stalk your Facebook page, um, they zoom in on a tiny thing on a photo you may have shared, um, and they are finding a way to contact your employer and and take you down. Um, the, the people that have reached out to me, and it's been in the last, this has been two months, I, I've had three specific people that have reached out to me about it, and the things that they are being called out for are absolutely ridiculous. It is, um, it's things that you would talk to about, to anybody else about. Um, it's, they're very vague. It's not hateful things. It's very um, small, minimal things. And my huge objective, my big goal is to get people to understand that it's okay to be online and it's okay um, to want to be involved in groups. It's okay to have fun and cut loose and it's okay to bounce ideas off of each other and have a good time, but you've got to learn to protect yourself. Um, and what I mean by that is protect yourself via social media. Um, check all of your pages, make sure that you don't have your employer listed. And there's so many people that have where they work listed on their Facebook profiles, take it off. Um, you, you need to be careful of not just Facebook, but all of your other social media sites, because 
people will hunt you down. If there's somebody that does not like what you've said, they will look and try to find you on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, um, any of these things that tie you to where you work. Um, also, a, one big um, tip that I've gotten from somebody lately or, or a, a good thing to do is all of your different social media platforms to not have the same picture. You don't want to make it easy for somebody to tie you to another profile and be able to figure out where you work. So you think you look cute in one picture and you want to have it on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. It's better to have different photos because if somebody tries to hunt you down and look you up and try to figure it out, you don't want to make it easy. You want to make it difficult for people to try to, I know it's, this sounds silly, but it's happening everywhere. Um, and, uh, there are mean people out there. There's bullies out there and I want everybody to still be able to have fun online, but they've got to protect themselves. Okay. I'm done. And, you know, when I was talking to our friend reporter and she said something about, um, nurses are getting reported to their employers, just, just something, just something vague you know, about their getting reported. And I was like, oh, well, it's funny you mentioned that. I was like, my friend Jessica, she has this thing going where there's been a lot of nurses that have lost their jobs because they're being stalked. And literally that's what it is. I'm not gonna- Yeah, it, it is, it is stalked. They're, they're um, stalking them and they're making sure that they ruin their lives. And it's just because that's what they wanna do. And I don't think that there's anything nice I could say about that. I mean, I, I wish I could say, oh, well, maybe it's just coincidental, you know, but no, no, they're literally stalking these individuals because they don't like them for some ungodly reason. They have something delusional going on in their head and then they do what they, they, they've been doing. And I feel like that's another, since we are not, we're almost anonymous online, right? And you could be literally anybody you want to be online. Right. And it's, I feel that, um, you know, we do need to be careful a little bit what we do or say. Um, that's just always been something that I've, my, you know, when my mom worked at the big building down in the DC, I learned that I have to be careful what I say and what I do. Can't mention the building, but. Um, yeah, that, so. That's the, the one other thing that I just wanted to say quickly is I'm not trying to dismiss. Um, obviously people have to be cognizant of that they are a nurse and that they're a professional. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't get online and say, I work at uh, St. Mary's blah, blah, blah hospital. And I saw Jane Smith on 4B today and boy, she was evil and I don't like her. I mean, that obviously needs to be reported. I mean, that that's not mm -hmm. what we're saying. What we're talking about is the mundane um, people nitpicking small tiny things just because they don't they didn't they don't like somebody's views or they don't like the way somebody phrased something and then they will call their employers and tell them that they see this person as an unprofessional person because they mentioned this or that about nursing this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about here um mm -hmm. and it's all stuff that we've all done i mean the majority of us have all gone online we're all um you know and not guilty but you know um we, we've, we've got done. dark humor we'll just face it we have dark humor and yes sometimes the stuff <laughs> in your field absolutely you do and there should yeah. be nothing wrong with when you're off the clock and you're not at work because when you're at work 
you've got to be on your toes all day. You have to be professional. I mean, you you have to have your game face on, but there's nothing wrong with being able, you should be able to, when you clock out and you're not on your job, you should be able to giggle and have fun with other nurses. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, right. So people just need to, first of all, if you're one of those people that want to turn people in, stop it. You're ruining people's lives. You're ruining their livelihood. Um, they, I mean, this is people's income. It's their, it's their lives. It's, it's not fun and games. I mean, but for the people that are going to do it, just cover yourself because you, there's still that small percentage of people out there that are just mean and spiteful. And you, uh, unfortunately have to look out for yourself. I think um, also people need to check that we, we were also talking the other day about um, checking your, your uh, shut it down. And also, um, you know, if you find, if you see somebody that is um, bullying somebody or nitpicking somebody or just being really vicious online, there's nothing saying that you can't, you know, block them on, uh, you know, report them and block them on your own page because you don't need, you don't need them to find you. Right. So that is probably, I feel that's, that's what I do. I block people. I have no problems banning people. Um, just because of the fact that, um, we are going through enough with the violence that we're incurring from work, not only from our employers, but also from, um, but from, uh, you know, patients and their families. And we're trying to keep okay when we're not okay. And we're having high anxiety, it, you gain weight from it. It triggers other illnesses. It just becomes a huge problem. So we're trying to keep it nice and airy on the page. Um, you know, if you got something that's related to nursing violence, we're doing that. But also we have the outlet that Jessica um, Sites is also offering. She is linked to our page. So you're welcome to go on there and laugh with her. Um, that is very important. I'm on, I'm on a couple of her pages too, because she's hysterical. So, you know, I need to laugh. Um, this, this, this whole topic is really weighed down on me. Um, you know, going to the rally alone and, you know, it's, it's like, it, if anything, if people are not able to come to these rallies and stuff like that and support us, just please start spreading the word and somebody will, ah, somebody <laughs> will want to come. And it's so important because everybody needs to feel supported. Everybody needs a friend. So, um, you know, I'm going to have some closing statements. Um, you know, is there anything that anybody would like to say? Just I'm just, I actually wanted to ask Jessica really quick, if I could. I'm just yes, curious. absolutely. She felt any bullying, um, after this happened to her from whether um what other nurses have said or she heard things online from other nurses maybe you know trying to say that she was playing things up or i'm just curious if anything like that happening happening to you bully wise so not from direct nurses i had a lot of support from nurses because i think everyone was like feeling that tension but no one like i Vanderbilt hires a lot of young nurses straight out of school, like 23 year olds. And so that's part of the problem too. They don't have any experience. And so they don't, they definitely didn't have a voice. And so they all were very supportive a lot. Some of the other nurses, it was the nurse managers that I was hearing were, were downplaying it. were saying that I was stupid for going to the news or like one was hanging out and one said that the nurse manager was like, make sure she doesn't call the news while you're there. And just like stuff like that. Then the news came to me. I I'd never sought out the news, and I like I told Dr. Sandy, I put it off for three months because I was like, I I don't want this on my back, and 
it it wasn't to bring down Vanderbilt. Honestly, I didn't even want him to put Vanderbilt in there, but that he decided to go that route. I just wanted to like people to be aware of the abuse that nurses face every day. I mean, it's awful. And it's not just in the psych hospital with people with no. mental health issues. It is on every floor and every, you know, it's just, it's not okay. So. I just recently had some, um, some issues and I don't think I really have mentioned it to Chantel and, um, and Jessica about, you know, one of my employers, not too, you know, pretty recently, um, there were some instructors that were literally making students cry to me that they couldn't believe how bad that they talked about me behind my back. Um, not only to students, but also to each other and um you know in front of students and not only that makes somebody when i found out i was more upset than my students were so upset you know because it's not fair i've only been teaching like for two years and um, i've been on the floor since i was 16 years old minus two years and i'm getting ready to go back on full time so you know i have nothing against my employer i can't control them i don't anticipate to ever try to control any employer all i want to do is just make sure everybody has a, a level playing field because everybody has something going on and to be respectful of other people. Um, that's not asking for much. We are, you know, it's bad enough that most of our, our human rights are violated by not being able to take breaks, by not able to go to the bathroom, not able to drink or eat a lunch. So that's human rights, my friends. And we don't even have the basics of Maslow. So, and it's pretty bad when you have to tell your nursing students that you're probably gonna find yourself and be prepared to have a granola bar in your pocket while you're sitting on the toilet trying to get a, trying to get something in your stomach and then hiding your water bottle somehow, right? Yeah. right. So it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's rampant and it's just um, how much more can you, blood can you take from a rock? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but- It does. You know what it I'm does. saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. so, we're at that breaking point and um, it is that time. So I don't want to hold you guys up too much longer. I really appreciate everybody's time. And Jessica Frazier, you have a friend in all of us. Thank you. And Absolutely. we thank you so much for being with us tonight. And and I'm sure everybody is going to try to message you and <laughs> and, and welcome you. And you're always welcome to you know reach out to me, you know, Jessica or even Chantel or any any moderator, anybody that you feel comfortable talking to. Um, we all need somebody to talk to. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. So thank you. So just call me anytime. (laughs) (laughs) So again, everybody have a good night and we'll see you next week. And thank you very much, ladies. Thank you. Bye, ladies. Good night. Bye. 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 Night. Night.